0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Marquez Says Show. I'm your host, Marquez Mosier, and this is my co-host, cohort, and eldest son, Austin Jordan. He and I always seem to bring out the feisty side of each other, and it leads to some very spirited conversations. There's never really any one topic. We see the world from many different perspectives, and sometimes we agree, and sometimes we don't. Either way, it gets very interesting, so sit back, Relax and have a bit of fun at our expense as we explore some of the most unexpected perspectives you'll ever hear about the world we live in. So, let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the Marquez Says show. This is Marquez, your host, and with me is my co-host, cohort, co-conspirator, Chevy Chase.
1: Oh, oh, really? Why why would you He's he doesn't have a very good reputation. Why 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 go with him? Wait, are we talking about the Hispanic Freedom Fighter? I I don't even know what to say with
0: that, because I honestly don't think
1: that's <laughs> I feel like we almost need to start over like it's too much. <laughs> no!
0: No, we're going for it. We're going for it. And, and to finish no, this off. No, because
1: I'm the white man that said it. We definitely
0: have no, to start over. No, no, over. no. We are definitely not starting over. Uh,
1: this is, we're going through with it. Don't worry I about it. An, I have an album coming out, and you're trying to get me canceled by all four people. <laughs> the four people that listen uh, wait, to this hey. are... <laughs> wait, <laughs> hold on. Let me finish this. The four people that <laughs> listen to this are probably the only four people that would listen to the album. You're literally just demolishing my demographic. Uh, 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 your grandma uh, will still listen. <laughs> she's the person I'm most worried about. She's going to hear me say that about... uh. Freaking Caesar Malone and it's so mad. <laughs> Caesar Malone. It's Caesar Malone. <laughs> <laughs> now we're gonna kids. Get... <laughs>
0: I don't even know if you did that on purpose or not. Either way, it is very funny. <laughs> oh, my oh. God.
1: No, oh, it wasn't.
0: So that's, so that's how it's going to be. All right. So, um, was, so ladies and gentlemen, I really do. Ladies and gentlemen, we really did have a nice run here. I know we didn't have many episodes in the last year or so, but, but we we're going to welcome you to our last one. Oh, no. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, here we go. All right. So, you know, the intro's done. I'm, I'm, you know what? Okay. So, you know, I really don't want to be a liar, but I have no interest in this, but I'm going to just let him go ahead and with his crazy conspiracy theory about why there was all those trains about 300 years back that were, that kept crashing. And apparently Austin thinks it's a conspiracy
1: that they're trying to, what were you trying to say, Austin? That, that- So I sent a text message like three months ago when, the the trail derailment in what was it like East Palestine? And it was
0: yeah, it was like April twelfth because I can
1: pull up my text. That's why. Yeah, so it was it was a while ago. Um, so two months ago. <clears throat> but like, there was just so many. There was like that one, and then it exploded, and a controlled burn. But basically, just my whole thing around it, and forgive me because it's been so long. I really don't remember my own conspiracy theory. <laughs> but basically. Fleeting. Right. Basically, it was just like, what the heck? There's all this toxic stuff being like just spilled out into like middle America, like heartland America. And I was thinking like it has to be calculated in some sense, like how much of this could truly be random at the same time, like just back to back to back to back and more or less the same region. Well, and most of it being trains and it. well, you know what? I'm telling
0: you, Austin, I think it could just be greedy corporations taking advantage of lax tax laws due to deregulation.
1: Are you reading something?
0: Yeah, that's what I sent you the first time. I was like...
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, he's looking down. I was like, what are you... um, Well, I mean, it could be, but like... And I know that there were also a lot of train derailments last year as well. Deregulation! Yeah, it could be. But also, I think it's just fun to maybe entertain the idea that maybe... There, there's so many different ways this could be. Maybe these places were uh, unhappy. Uh, you couldn't live in them, in general. Uninhabitable. So that, yeah, exactly. And I know you said that word perfectly earlier, but I decided not to attempt it now. <laughs> yeah. um, the but yeah, like so either there was already bad, and they're using this toxic stuff to cover it up, or they're trying to intentionally put those toxins into those communities, maybe to drive people out, maybe to poison livestock or uh, produce to control what we eat. Maybe it's to hey, you, you cause can, some you, sort of scare or distraction. I mean, there was just, it felt, it, it, I mean, and again, I, I, it's total speculation. I haven't a shred of data to back any of this up. Just an instinctual feeling when I was reading the news it, it, that it was just, it's just so many of them. And toxins medic- is always involved. Yeah, they got
0: medication for that now.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: That's okay, true. so now we can move on because that way, I'm not, you know, we don't we don't have to dwell on that any longer. Well, let's just wait a couple years and find out you're right, and then we can go back to this episode. You've got it documented, and there you go.
1: Yeah, we're gonna have to like make a best of clip though. We're gonna have to like when we show people like, oh my god, they predicted this years ago. Let's like not have that whole bit in the beginning. <laughs> I'd rather be known as a crazy conspiracy, like I'd rather be known for crazy conspiracy theories instead of being like,
0: racist. I don't even
1: know. (laughs) I don't know if that's racism technically, and I have some Hispanic in me, so I say it in jest. I think it's clearly,
0: clearly, uh, it's definitely a joke. In jest, so yeah, I don't, I I don't think it could be construed in any other way at all. Mr.
1: They might be like Caesar, Caesar Malone. Malone or Caesar yeah I was going to say they might even <laughs> they might say Caesar Malone. Caesar Malone's not even his actual name but uh, but yeah. Yeah, well it's cool. chemical, you know. It's chemical. Yeah. Mhm. My bad chemical romance. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Anyway.
0: So, as far as today's topics go, <clears throat> we don't have a set topic. Um, I think actually, oh, I do actually have one topic that we can start with, and then if that fills it up, great And where it goes. Um, but originally I was just going to flip through the top news and kind of comment on them, but one of the, one of the top news items is AI. I'd love to hear your, your, your perspective opinion on, w- w- is AI, is it, is it, is it Terminator? Is it iRobot? Is it WALL-E? What, what's it going to be? What, what, are we, are we going to be...
1: Like, served, or are we going to get served? Bars. Next topic. (laughs) What? (laughs) No, No. okay, so uh, actually talking about that, I think that AI is really interesting because I think that all this talk about it, like, taking over the world and being some Skynet stuff, I think that that's pretty overblown because we could just unplug a computer... But uh, I think that it's really cool in the sense, though, that it gives a ton of opportunity in, like, a music-facing world to do so much. I mean, like, a really, really, really old song that was recorded on, like, one microphone. You could theoretically use AI, feed it certain algorithms to then make a separate track for each one of those instruments. So if it's like this big band recording that they used, like very minimal, minimal recording techniques, all of a sudden now we can run it through those AIs, have like forty different instruments, and do a version like a mix of that song that would have never been possible back then. So we can no, get these performances, and so I think it's really cool. Same thing, uh, I mean, it's the same thing that uh, Paul McCartney in the in Ringo. Exactly. Are doing with uh, the new Beatles John. song that's coming out with yeah exactly yeah. with a John Lennon demo they're using AI to separate it and I think that's really cool I think AI becomes dangerous when you start creating new things from scratch like I think it's really funny there's there's some like really really hilarious conversations with uh, Joe Biden Donald Trump and Barack Obama like just where they're like basically roasting each other in like a group chat talking to each other. And it sounds great, but like imagine somebody could do that and start like a war (laughs) Mm -hmm. like this. So,
0: well, me being the eternal optimist, I have faith in humanity that like all the times before humanity will somehow figure out a way and handle it. But,
1: well, you know, what's going to get the, Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
0: I was going to say it's a blind optimism. So, you know, we'll we'll see if it ever if it actually turns out.
1: Mhm. You know, it's going to be one of the the driving forces for the uh, escalation in the how much bigger and better this technology gets and how quickly it scales.
0: Yeah, porn and video games.
1: Yep, that's a, yep, exactly. <laughs>
0: it always that's always it's always what it's been with every technology, uh, yep. especially at least recent technologies, it's always wherever those two go, that's yep. where the technology goes.
1: Right, and that's dangerous. I feel like AI and porn can be particularly dangerous because you could start melding real world stuff with fake things, and that's, I mean, a ridiculous invasion of privacy. There's, yeah. I mean, there, which is another threat and danger of AI. So, yeah, interesting. It's an interesting topic. I think that the technology is really cool. I think that it'll be interesting to see where it goes but I also don't trust humanity with it, <laughs> if yeah, that makes it, sense. Yep, uh, it,
0: I, I don't know. It'll be, it'll just be interesting to see what happens. I think in the next couple of years, we will know how it's going to shape up. But then again, they've sounded this alarm about many things. And while it may have eventually come to fruition, um, it, it usually takes longer than they think. So,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: we'll see. Um okay so here here's a couple of different things that I was looking at as I'm going through um top stories um you have any comments on the former president and his indictment regarding classified highly classified sensitive materials
1: is there really anything to yeah. say
0: I mean apparently there is but
1: I mean good Uh, that's all i have to say (laughs) um
0: i mean i agree because i I, I look at it how are people still not looking at this going somebody actually i think this was a great this was probably the best summing up of if you're trying to convince someone quote unquote trying to convince them as to it's not some sort of deep state attack blah 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 is that now you have a former president of the United States with almost unlimited resources, or at least very large resources, who protests his innocence, you know, to anyone who will listen, and he can't get a lawyer, even greedy attention media horror lawyers, to represent him.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, and then not to mention, like, they talk about this, like, conspiracy ploy. If anything, I would almost say the conspiracy is in Donald Trump's favor and that he's doing all this to win, like, and then come out and win these legal battles and then be the the top prospective candidate. Because the conspiracy theories against him don't even make sense. Like, the, uh, the whole thing about, like, the judge he appointed, like, in a state that he supposedly has sway in, Like all this stuff, like, and, and, uh, he's being held accountable for an act that he signed into, (laughs) into legislature. Like, uh, it's not like, if anything, again, I wouldn't the the conspiracy theory. I believe is that he's doing all this to make it look like he overcomes this mountain of obstacles, somehow wins. And then he of course would be the top prospect. If, if he somehow comes through these legal battles unscathed, this dude's the next president again, he's definitely going to win. I, if well, what? he comes through, if it's, I mean, if it's, it is a conspiracy.
0: Yeah, I don't. I, I mean, I see where you're coming from. I don't agree with he'll be president again because there's just not enough people that like him um, in the general election. But to, to, you know, you're right to just put a book in on that. They, they, the, the conspiracy. He, he doesn't think he can lose because he never has actually. Well, he has, but it's just usually monetary. But with all of these indictments and everything that's going to happen, he's he's never, ever come up against an adversary like the United States of America, like the government, United States government. So he doesn't – he's not thinking clearly as to what truly can happen with what's going to happen because guess what? He really is going to lose. I mean he's going to have probably four indictments. He's already lost one lawsuit, and and the conspiracy – one of the conspiracy. It's not actually even a conspiracy. It's the fact that he could have just given everything back and avoided all of this, but he didn't want to because it looks good. He can raise money off of it, all that other stuff to his base, mm-hmm. and I, I just don't. I, I don't understand the the, the the thinking of the Republican Party. Um, actually, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a short break, and then I, I, when we come back, I, I'm gonna explain I, my theory as to why the Republicans have got this all wrong. They just they just it, it, it's gonna blow your mind so hold on we will be back on the other side so welcome back um okay so this is this is before the break i was going over why i think the republicans have this all wrong and and austin correct me because you're much more jaded than i am um if we're talking about Democrats, Republicans, independents and such, uh-huh. and everybody in the Republicans is so worried about, you know, pissing off the base, Donald Trump's base, although they're slowly but surely chipping away at it and so on and so forth. What I truly don't understand, and I think some people like Chris Christie and Tim Scott, some of these guys are actually realizing it, is that the they're... There's always going to be, I'm just going to use these numbers 33% of Republicans that are supposedly Trump people. And then, like, let's just say there's 33%, Mm -hmm. even on the Democratic side, that are just hardcore progressive, you know, liberals. They'll never vote for someone who's not a Democrat. And you got Mm -hmm. 33% of people that are never going to vote for someone who's a Republican. So everybody's vying over this middle. But what happened, I don't understand, is that if Trump was gone tomorrow, if a bus hit him and he was gone tomorrow, His base is never going to vote for somebody other than a Democrat. I mean, other than a Republican. So they're still going to vote Republican, no matter what, no matter who the presidential candidate, who no matter who their candidate is. Right. They're going to vote for him. Same thing with the Democrats. Right. But if they don't vote, then the Republicans. That's a different story. Then they've got someone who was those people were allegiant to a person and not to the party. And that that's that's a whole nother conversation. And if they don't vote. So be it. I mean, that, that's, that's one of those things that it, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because if, even if Trump was the guy who, who was the candidate, that's not enough because he will lose everybody else or the moderates and the middles and stuff. So why wouldn't you just say you pull off, rip off the Band-Aid and go, look, you 33% who want Trump, we feel you. If you want to vote Democrat, feel free. If you don't want to vote, go ahead. But if you don't vote, know that the Democrat's going to win. It's on you. However, here's our Republican candidate. You can vote Republican. They have 80% or 90% of the same views that you do, because they do. You know, most of them mm-hmm. probably at least 70%, if not more. Sure. And in the meantime, the middle, of the Republican, the moderate, can actually go after those independents and moderates to actually try to win a general election.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I think that makes a ton of sense. That's a smart. Uh, it would be a smart play for sure. Uh, I...
0: I, I mean, almost I, I, feel
1: like they're just so lost and so, like, I think that for some of these guys, like, some of the, the bigger dogs who have, like, built their whole image around being a Trump dog, like, I mean, what are they going to do? Stop being one? Like, some of these guys, like, and, and like, Marjorie as yeah. well, like, I they, they've... They're so in bed with him that, like, what do they – if they if they ever start to – it's not only losing the Trump base. If those people start to go against Trump, they're not losing necessarily Trump's base. They're losing their base. Like, they won't get elected. Well, and, and, and I think –
0: Yeah, you're right. And, and that, I, I, at a local level or the state level or even the congress, congressional level, the national level, you are right about that. But the Republicans are not being well-served by – Marjorie Taylor Greene or Lauren Probst. No, but and stuff it doesn't like matter. they
1: uh, so, no. so.
0: that's what I mean. So they they're gonna have to face this sooner or later. I mean, it's inevitable. You know. That, that, so it, it's it's ridiculous. They're gonna lose another. Only if they're uh, constituents. they're gonna lose another.
1: Uh, Good. No, I was gonna say, but only if their cons- constituents change their mind. Because, uh, like, for some of these smaller players, not the president, w- what do they care? They don't care if Trump gets elected or not. They want to get elected. So they're going to continue to cater to their base, who is also the Trump base. They get to stay in office and continue doing their thing.
0: Oh, that's fine. I mean, I mean, I mean, I don't like it. I don't mean that's fine in the sense of, hey, yeah, that's great. But that's why there's no
1: motivation whatsoever to for the lower level ones.
0: Right. But the Republican Party, the down ticket, they also know, though, that the down ticket in the national elections gets hurt when it's Trump or even, I mean, even the races were close. I mean, Bobert's race was close. Uh, I think, I don't know about Marjorie Taylor. I don't know about MTGs. I don't know how close it was. So it's, it's coming to an end. How soon that is, I don't know, but that leads me to another uh, issue or another thing that we've talked about before with some of the similarities of going back to the age of the sixties and so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Mm-hmm. If you took, you literally could take, political speeches during the late 50s and 60s and the civil rights movement about segregation, take out the word segregation, stick in the word woke, and it's the same damn thing.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure, especially with people like DeSantis. Like, Uh, it is the uh, same. Yes, absolutely. uh, I'm so tired of listening to him talk. Every time he opens his mouth, it's just like, at least Trump was entertaining. Like the well, that's his this, point. That's his whole shtick. Is
0: that hey, I don't have the baggage. The baggage,
1: you know. Yeah, but I. Yeah, but Trump's funny to listen to. I don't agree with pretty much anything that that dude ever says or does. But I can listen to a Trump speech because it's funny. Yeah. Like the I can't listen to like Desantis. That dude is just Boring. like no charisma. Yeah, just like such a personality suck. Like. And I, yeah, I just I, – I, I can't I wait agree. for the mouse to take him down. I just – I can't wait <laughs> for the – like, because he's not going to win. Like, you're going I honestly against think a corporation it, like Disney. It's not going to happen.
0: No. Like, I think overall, I think what is going to end up happening is, for the Republicans in general, is that this will be the election. They'll lose the presidential election again. They might even lose the House and Senate again. And – and it'll I think it'll between now or this election and the next four years is when things will start to finally turn around just like they did ironically enough as we're talking or coincidentally enough that we're talking about like the 60s and segregation that will just it, it will it will happen I mean we will march forward I just I I thought about when I when that hit me uh, about like hearing George Wallace saying segregation now or segregation today segregation or you know, tomorrow segregation forever it was exactly me hearing literally saying no woke now no woke tomorrow no woke forever and it was just like it it was eerie going my god all they do is culture wars and they just take the the idea of woke i i had i had your grandma asking me like so what exactly is woke and i'm like okay well originally (laughs) it was a uh you know it was a uh a black concept of da 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 da, you know, things of that sort, and then mm-hmm. and, and then it became kind of more of a hey, this is a, a progressive thing that is just you know inclusivity, you know, bringing people together, da 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 da, and then it got hijacked basically because they took it over saying, oh look at those crazy liberals again, and um, <laughs> I think I don't think she was very happy with me, but I literally pointed out and went, you know, remember that whole that whole hippie kind of Fight the the uh, fight the man and um, either the, uh, uh, the the oh I'm blanking on uh, um, the establishment. Mm-hmm. You lost. You lost. All you hippies out there, everybody, all those the love child's and everything, y'all lost. It w- you 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 just did. Then this is what happened because y'all lost. We're sitting here with all the baby boomers in power that are doing this, or the their children, or the or or their offspring.
1: You mm-hmm. know what
0: I mean? And, and and it it you may not like hearing that but it's the truth that's what happened that that war that culture war from the 60s has finally been set to rest and the establishment won and here we are dealing with it now instead of instead of segregation now you've got woke now you've got anti lgbtq now you've got anti you know what i mean and we're doing dealing with it all over again and it's really annoying and i'm can't wait for gen z and millennials to team up with Gen X and take it all down. Uh, yeah,
1: unless millennials turn into uh, the oppressive party and start to become more uh, less, basically less left. If they get older and start being like, you know what, actually, some of this is pushing too far, and then pull well, the reins yep. in. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see.
0: I, I'm. I'm. We'll let that play out. I. I think.
1: I I mean, I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. I do think you're right and that we're trending in that direction. Uh, And more so because I think people just don't care as much. I think people are becoming more apathetic. Like, I I think that a lot of these far-right type views are just going to kind of die out, like you said with the older generation, because anybody under 40, unless they're, like, very conservative they don't give a fuck <laughs> like no. it just well, doesn't it's, it's impact of, their life like it's yeah, just not that important it's, it's almost
0: like apathy can be used actually for good because you'll have yeah. those who are trying sure. to move things forward and be progressive and maybe too much uh, i mean let's be honest extremes can almost always be bad on both yeah. sides but yeah, on the other absolutely. hand you won't have the obstacles necessarily to stop it because that'll happen yeah okay no, totally.
1: so true to form,
0: um, I'm gonna let switch it up, and I'm gonna, I'm going through right now just the the entertainment. Let's do something games. not
1: political. Okay, good. Yeah. Yes, thank that's, you. That's, that's okay. what
0: exactly. That's what. So we had a right. little segment on you know that, but now, um okay. So I don't know about how much of this stuff is very interesting, but, um, well, how do you feel about the
1: state of Marvel right now, going into their new board, board, board. I'm so bored of Marvel movies. Like, in this, I love the MCU. Love the MCU. We'll always have love for the MCU. We'll check out what the Marvel Universe puts out every time. But I'm bored. Every time I go to see a movie, I'm like, dang, I feel like I've seen this before. Or, like, I just have no interest. I thought that uh, Wakanda Forever was very good. I really liked Wakanda Forever. But... That's like, and
0: I've heard Flash or Flash is DC, but not Marvel. But yeah, um, so this is actually where maybe DC might actually be able to step up, fill oh, a void.
1: Yes. Okay. So now we're talking. Interesting. So DC is absolutely in a position where they can have a dominant market share here, because they have their core roster available to them. Marvel continuing their same stream they do not have Chris Evans' Captain America. They do yeah. not have Robert Downey Jr., Iron Man. All the original Avengers, they're pretty much gone. But the DC universe will have a new Superman, will new, have a new Batman, will have a new Justice League. All their marquee players are back on the table. <laughs> so DC has the names to start doing that. And yeah. what they'll, they'll have a tremendous amount of goodwill Going into it if James Gunn sticks the landing with Superman. And I think he will.
0: There's so a new Superman?
1: gonna be a new one coming out. Yeah. So the it's the the technically the new DCU, as it's called. That it makes sense. Has been started, I think unofficially. The soft kickoff is with the Flash. So that comes out what tonight? Yeah, like officially it's comes got out tonight. Rave
0: reviews, so
1: I uh, okay. I I do want to take- Don't,
0: no, 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 don't, don't. I know you had a pre-screening. Don't do it, do No, 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 no. Don't do it, man, don't do it.
1: (laughs) No spoilers or anything like that, but yes, I did see it early. The, um, I thought it was awesome. I really liked it. The only knock is the CGI. The visual effects are, like, shoddy. Like, the visual effects are shoddy. Uh,
0: Okay, no that no that's not any spoilers, but you're obviously painting pictures for people. Like you're gonna prime their brain to go into it thinking one thing and thinking another thing. Yeah. So just anyway, stop,
1: just it's stop. A great, it's a great movie, but um, <laughs> great great movie. But yes, uh, but no. Anyway, so DC they're going into their new thing in the hard launch of the new DC universe though. The hard launch as far as movies go, because there's gonna be a couple TV shows before the Superman movie is mm-hmm. the Superman movie will be the hard launch of the new DCU and James Gunn is spearheading the whole thing now. So DC originally did not have its own film studio under Warner Brothers. So right, Warner okay, Brothers Pictures is which is the opposite of Disney. Disney has Mar- like Marvel Studios is its own thing under the Disney umbrella. It was not that way with DC right, and Warner right, Brothers. Yeah. So there was a ton of Warner Brothers intervention when there really shouldn't have been, but James Gunn and uh, Peter Safran, yeah, Peter Safran, they now have the DC like Universe Studios, DC Studios, under the Warner Brothers umbrella. So it's now mimicking the Marvel and Disney structure. So James Gunn is kind of like the new Kevin Feige, but James Gunn studied under Kevin Feige <laughs> when he did all the Guardians movies and the consulting and everything for Marvel. Uh, so they're in a good position. They're in a very, very, very good position with him at the helm, with their core roster of characters, like the DC, I think DC will absolutely overtake Marvel in the next like five, 10 years. Like they'll be the more dominant player.
0: So what do you think about, um, Tom Holland's most recent, a crowded room? I've started watching it.
1: I haven't um, seen it. I thought, so I did, I do want to watch it. I've heard that people don't like it, but to me, everything I've read, it just sounds like a slow burn, and I like slow burns, so it's, I'm it's sure a, I would enjoy it.
0: It's definitely a slow burn, and I, I don't, it is odd to see him. Now, see, the thing is, is that I actually watched a documentary on the real story, the real one that was behind it, and I didn't even realize this was based on it, because they had changed the names a little bit, and then mm-hmm. something clicked, and I went, wait, I know that name, like based on the book, of blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I know that name. And then I went and I was like, oh, that's right. I actually did watch a, a thing. And it, it is kind of a crazy story. So we're there's only three episodes in at this moment. But um, yeah, with people saying, I, I can see why they're looking at it going, oh, he's not doing a very good job because right now it is kind of, it's not slow, but almost lethargic in the sense of it's, gotta pick up a little bit here because you've it took three episodes just to get to the point of wait something's something's off mm-hmm. like and and that's a long way to go because before it was like a you know it's very straightforward in episode one and two and now you're mm-hmm. in episode three going oh wait this is this is you you we you start to catch things about wait that's not what happened where what they said happened in one and two you know what i mean and yeah and, and it, yeah, yeah and yeah. it all come together but right it's interesting that uh um, that that's where that's going, you know. The other big thing, two other big things in entertainment, and we can either move on or, depending on what the conversation takes us, is <laughs> your boy the weekend. I I read an yeah. article. He ain't gonna be the weekend much longer. He wants to yeah, start using so, his real name and get and shed that that persona.
1: Yeah, I read that too. I think that'd be cool. I'd be excited to see him do that. I think yeah. that he's been playing this character of the weekend for so long, like I think people forget when he first became like when he first came out, people didn't even know what the weekend was. They thought it was a band. they didn't realize it was one person <laughs> because he was always out of the limelight, he didn't do videos, didn't do pictures, nobody knew who he was. It was mysterious, and he's been doing that weekend character for like in the public eye, pop music and all that stuff for like since. Since well over then, a decade, really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was Since say, it's then, it's been over a decade. So, so I think for him, he's probably just kind of wanting to try other things, and like yeah. we're seeing with him acting now, and he co-wrote this new show that's on HBO. Um, it should be interesting. In, yeah, because he's uh, very,
0: very talented.
1: Mm-hmm. He really is. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. Uh, I I really like The Weekend. Abel as a person, the The Weekend's real name seems really cool. Like, he, he seems like a cool person. He seems talented. Uh, he seems nice. He's best friends with Jim Carrey, which is awesome. So, <laughs> That's actually uh, a very
0: good mentor at this point with, with what Jim, Jim Carrey's gone through. So,
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I, yeah, I, I would be excited to see if he does actually do it. Um,
0: so, in the last bit, I was thinking of as far as, like, what's kind of hit video streaming and, and kind of the top of mind as far as entertainment – is uh, did you ever see the new Avatar? No,
1: and to be honest, it's not on my list. I, me uh, neither. I, I'm not a,
0: I'm, I, I,
1: I the I'm first sure one it's... was
0: like okay, and I just, I, I cannot get behind it. I just, can't. I'm
1: sure that it's a very impressive movie. I'm sure, but I don't have any, I do not care about those characters a single bit, like at all. And that's not a slight, I don't mean it as a diss. No. James Cameron is a visionary. I just don't care about the characters. I, I really don't. So I'm not going to watch it. Unless somebody else like is like, hey, I really want to watch this with you. Do you but realize that they're
0: planning on making three more?
1: Oh, yeah. And they're going to be like well over. It's going to take well over 10 years for the last one to hit theaters. Well <laughs> over.
0: Yeah, what I heard. Okay, this is the headline was that uh, 2031. That is mm-hmm. Avatar Five postponement to twenty thirty one. And Zoe Zaldana was commenting, going, Ha, great. So, yeah. I'm gonna be fifty three years old when the yeah. last one is uh
1: It's released, not coming is... out. It's not coming out in twenty thirty one. there's no way. These movies are perpetually pushed back. Like Yeah, that's th- true. Th- like th- there's it's just gonna continue and continue and continue. And I'm honestly surprised that James Cameron is... I mean, props to him, and I'm glad he's so invested in these people. He clearly has love for it, which is nice. I do appreciate that, and I do think it's kind of interesting. Avatar is original. It's. I mean, it's Pocahontas with blue people, but more or less, the the franchise and everything, yeah. it's original. Like So for the fact that this is like one of the most dominant franchises of all time, if not the most dominant franchise of all time, Is pretty cool. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Like, I mean, no matter how you shake it, I just do not care. (laughs) I just do not care.
0: No, I agree. Um, I agree. It's, uh, yeah, I I totally agree with that. Um, What was I going to say? Hmm. I'm debating between which ones to go back and forth. I I, I remembered. I didn't know if I got your, your opinion on why the whales are knocking over boats because um, they've had it with our shit we suck <laughs> <laughs> it's simple that, I, I mean there's so many different theories about like what it, exactly i mean it's and, robin
1: I, season it's hot it's hot outside it's robin season they're out here trying to get their bag like we, we're doing the same thing on land wow really that's what, what you went with mm-hmm. that, and i'm sticking with it <laughs> next question yeah, I think kidding. so. I think okay.
0: we need to move on with that one because what the hell? Jeez, that was just man. You to go through this list and you definitely get to the one and you go, yeah, that was bad. Okay, that was the best answer so far. Really, you think mm-hmm. so? Mm, yeah, okay. saying I'm, whales I'm are in
1: robin season. Saying that whales are in robin season is objectively hilarious. You're it, welcome. Objectively,
0: well, I hear racist overtones to it, but um, you know, I'm not sure
1: what. I don't even want to get in there because like (laughs) now work colleagues are watching these. I'm definitely getting fired. Like I'm not looking (laughs) forward to
0: it. If you listen to the intro for the show, I mean, come on, Austin. You know, that's my point.
1: That's what I'm saying. (laughs) I am definitely getting fired after the release of this this episode. I'm not happy about it. (sighs) Ah, That's hilarious. I pick one episode to do jokes and it happens to be the one after work. People start paying attention to it.
0: Uh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Okay, so here's the last one that's kind of technology driven kind of a stuff. Um, um, it's actually a general question. I not because we don't usually talk about it, but what, 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 it, what, what do you think we should be doing like when it comes to going back to the moon or you know NASA and and how outsourcing the the rockets and the reusable rockets and virgin, You know, Virgin, not Atlantic, but Virgin Space, I think it is, or, Mm -hmm. you know, Blue Space, Amazon. uh, I mean, I think, actually, Virgin went bankrupt, so there's still Blue, which is uh, Bezos, and then, of course, you've got Musk's with SpaceX. Um, Mm -hmm. Is it a good thing that they're keeping Musk away from it? Because if he does anything like he did with Twitter, that that, that would be the end of that.
1: I don't know. Honestly, I... I would be cautious of using the way that Elon has used, like or post, like managed Twitter, as like the bar for how he would do other things because he did do things successfully before Twitter. Like there was a time where he was considered like a visionary. Like there was a time where like back, like with uh, SpaceX and Tesla and all that stuff, like. Say what you want about other people being involved in doing the heavy lifting. He was an architect with that stuff. So just be, he, he might be good at running those types of things, and he's just not good at running a social media company.
0: Well, like, I think it, you made a good point there. Visionary. Like, he had a vision, and he basically had other people run with it. I, I mean, because because when he was actually put in charge, look what happened.
1: Yeah, but put in charge of this, we don't know truly. We hear stories, we don't know how truly hands on he was with other things.
0: That's my point. But well, that's my point is that I don't think I don't think I think he got way too much credit for being more hands on when it came to developing Tesla and SpaceX and such than he should have been. Like he probably shouldn't have got as much credit. And now that we know his personality, we know why he got the lion's share of the credit because. That's what he wanted. That's how he operates. He wants to be in the spotlight. Mm -hmm. His arrogance, you know, et cetera, et cetera. cetera. That seems to
1: be more recent, though. I mean, he wasn't...
0: No, he took good remember
1: Because as a kid, I remember him being... Like, 2008, 2009, like, he was considered, like, good. Like, good for the environment, pushing all this stuff, like... But he wasn't overwhelmingly in the media. He wasn't overwhelmingly pushing his image or anything. That's more of a recent thing.
0: Right. Exactly. That's my point. And now all of a sudden, now we find out who he really is. Now that he, the access up to him, we're finding out a little bit more about who he is. So
1: maybe it, again, I would still just caution it and say, like, at least from my perspective, is that it's very different to run a social media company than, like, Tesla see, I, or, or SpaceX I would, or whatever. I mean, There's a different,
0: there is, it is different industries and so on and so forth, but running a business, there's good ways and bad ways, and he's chosen bad ways. I mean, and actually it's not, it's a lot of it has to do with his style. So if he had people that were able to, actually, obviously there was many more layers with Tesla and SpaceX and some of those ones to buffer him and his decisions and things that he had to do, um... Yeah. Whereas well, it sounds with like- t- Twitter, he has much more free reign to hey. do what he wants to do and what he wants to do is
1: it's not as serious to him. I don't think he takes Twitter seriously pretty much at all. Like, I don't think he's all that invested. I think he's only really doing it because he realizes it looks dumb that he made this bid, wanted to get out of it and realized he was <laughs> buying something that was negative money for forty four billion dollars.
0: Yeah, like. no, I think that's part of it. But he's also doing a lot of damage and adding to it. One, he doesn't seem to care about the damage he's doing. And two, he, he he's actually adding to that damage that he doesn't care about that's happening. So that 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 part is where it's kind of like, okay, well, you know, sure, you made a mistake and now you're doubling down on it. That's not bright. That, that's That's just not a good way of operating life, no. business, personal, anything. You know what I mean? Um,
1: Yeah. Well, unless he's got some other motive. I don't know. Maybe he's got another plan. I'm not saying he does, or I believe he does, but maybe, I don't know. Maybe he's purposely trying to make it look that way. I, I, I don't, I don't think so.
0: (laughs) It would be great. But I mean, at some point you kind of go, this is hurting his other things.
1: Yeah. And and I think that's got to play a part in it. (laughs) Sure. Yeah, I think so, definitely. I also think that it's very possible that he just became so big and so egotistical that it's just not the same Elon that maybe would have handled this 15, 20 years ago. That's true, which is even um, worse because
0: that means he's he's almost getting poisoned by the exact thing that he's using to destroy other things.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but I don't know Elon Musk. I don't know him. I don't really know his presence. I don't really know what he's done. I don't really know anything about him. It's, it's pure speculation.
0: Like, it's not pure the, speculation. And yes, we do know him because of social media. I mean, unless you're going to assume that he's putting on a character, like full-on character with what he's presenting to the world. Most people
1: on social media are. I would say most people on social media are presenting a character. And I, I don't I, even I, know what he's doing on social media, really. I only hear occasionally some like viral tweet or whatever. But I don't, I, I don't even think I could name five things that Elon Musk has been involved in, like I just like like projects. Then that, I, I don't I don't know
0: nothing. Well, about it's not him, projects. Dude.
1: That's good then. Stay away from him. That's like that's a good thing. Not my monkey. Not my circus. That's what I yeah. always say. Perfect. And with that, I think that's a good the, spot to wrap things up.
0: Um, so, do you have any conspiracy theories for us for next uh, next episode?
1: My cat's an alien.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Cats as aliens. Mmm, I like it. No, not explore. all cats.
1: No, not all cats. My cat. Your cat. Yes, wow. and maybe a few others out there. I'm not. I'm not so um, conceited to believe that there couldn't be other cat aliens.
0: With all of the different planets in the world, you know there could be a whole species. I mean, a whole thing of. Just cats, and yours is the one that's settling in. I I feel bad, unfortunately, if if they're trying to use you as a as a as a demographic for the whole world. That's a sad I state think, of affairs.
1: I think that Theo was just like chilling, like flying around, and then she she saw that she was like, "Wait a minute, this guy is gonna give me everything I've ever possibly wanted, <laughs> and I can manipulate him for the rest of time." So.
0: So that's that, that's what you That you're, was that, the motivation there. This this no. is the theory that they have the technology to fly from wherever they are and that all they really want is just to be a house cat.
1: Well, maybe they didn't fly. Maybe there is some other thing, like maybe on their planet they're born and if something happens, they just magically appear in another planet.
0: Ma- like reincarnation?
1: Maybe, or maybe it's like a teleportation? Maybe wow, it's, this I don't is know. It's
0: going, going to be interesting then next episode. Next, next, who knows? Next episode. Yeah, I could,
1: who knows? I could say literally anything and justify it with some pseudoscience and nobody could say that it's technically wrong. Because we that don't know. The,
0: and that is the state of affairs right there. Wrapping it up with a nice little bow.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: Because the truth doesn't matter in Austin's world. Perspective is everything.
1: <laughs> yes, it I is. I don't believe you. And, I don't believe you. So therefore it's not true. And because of that, uh, my cat could be an alien that teleported Pathetic. from another planet.
0: And that is exactly why we are where we are in society, ladies and gentlemen. I'm so glad Austin was able to illuminate that and be able to frame it in a way that hopefully you understand. Yes. And on that upbeat cherry note. <laughs> All right. Until next time. Think more. Care more. Live more. And remember, you can change your life. You can change the world one decision at a time. Good to go, Austin?
1: Awesome. Ready to stop it?